And we are back. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio, solid and conservative and just plain right, spanning some major ground across the northern half of the beautiful state of Alabama. I'm talking about this show goes way on down south of Birmingham, up north of Huntsville, Tuscaloosa, back on over to Gadsden, parts of Georgia, Tennessee, and Mississippi thrown in just for good measure. So, all right, Boomer, I got a question for you. All right, shoot. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Don't say shoot. This is a Second Amendment friendly (laughs) studio here, man. (laughs) All right, so um, if it's total hypothetical. Okay. All right. Someone comes along and says, Hey, Boomer, we'll pay you a million bucks and you'll also live with no bills for a year, but you have to live in a house completely controlled by artificial intelligence. And it has the ability to dictate the, the comings and goings of your life. It tells you when to turn the lights off, tells you you can't watch that certain TV, you know, regulates the water temperature, the thermostat, you know, does all these things, would you do it? Oh, boy. <laughs> and you're asking me because you know that I, I, I like technology. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm glad you like technology. Uh, you're the one that makes everything work around here. <laughs> that, that, would, that would be hard because then on the flip side of things, I don't like people telling me what I can and can't do. <laughs> so I would, oh man, I, I'd, I would probably say no. So you'd say no. I would a million bucks. A million bucks is a lot of money. Like, like no bills. I mean, but I'm no bills. But then they're telling me what I can and can't. I mean, what? Do. So yeah. So let's say, <laughs> let's say, let's like, it's like you know. Let's be honest. I was not a fan of the mask thing. The mask. Oh yeah, you uh, weren't. I, mm-hmm. Neither was I. I mean, so yeah. So so what happens if you have uh, AI running your house that tells you you need to put a mask on because guests are coming over? Oh. You need to turn the lights off because you've already exceeded a certain yeah, wattage would, of no, power. I wouldn't do it. You've, you you need to turn the thermostat to a certain. Oh, actually, we've locked Just the thermostat, locked so you can't. <laughs> so you can't, you can't adjust your thermostat. Anything. Yeah. Oh, um, you can't go out of your house because it's past nine o'clock. Yes. Uh, or for that matter. Oh, your car is charging. Yeah. Those. <laughs> or for that matter, um, you know, it 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 just basically prevents you from doing things you're used to doing. Yeah, I, I, water I wouldn't usage. do it. It just shuts off the it shuts off the shower at a certain point because you've exceeded a certain amount of water usage. Oh man! Because it knows things. It know it's smart. Because it's smart and it knows stuff. I mean, I do love technology, but I would say no. Now, like if you watch the Iron Man movies, Jarvis was pretty cool. Jar- man, I, mean, I, I I like Jarvis. You could say Jarvis need a cup of coffee. I actually watched it last Sir, night. Sir, I have you covered. <laughs> Do what? You watch what? I watched one of them last did night. Did you really? I did. Um, all right. But then, you know, that movie, uh, the, uh, the the Marvel movie, Age of Ultron. Right. Two versions of AI. One went really well. The other one went really, really bad and tried to kill the world. <laughs> really bad. Really, really bad. So what happens if the AI is programmed? Because every AI is going to have initial programming. It's being set up with certain parameters, right? Uh, yeah. What happens if it's programmed with imputed bias? Ooh. Suddenly, is it intelligent or is it just artificial fencing? I just yeah. co- I just coined that. You there just you been fenced, Art- in. fenced in. It's artificial fencing. Um, so here's the deal. I mentioned last week. Was it last week? I guess it was last. Yeah, week. it was last week. Yeah, it was when last we talked, week. Yeah. Skynet. So we Sky talked about Net. Skynet. Today I'm doing this part of the triple dipper. I'm calling it Skynet bias. Mm. So. You remember the last week, I got a story here on National Review that came out on February 22nd. 
talking about the fact that President Biden, in all of his infinite wisdom and his ability to screw stuff up, um, issued an executive order directing the various departments of government to embed equity into their government-wide processes to include artificial intelligence. So what I'm telling you there is, in the, in the government's pursuit of AI for its various functions, the equity concerns, social justice, has to be built in according to the executive order of the president. So let's say, let's say there's a, a DEI situation uh, with uh, preferential treatment being given to transgender activists. We need more Samuel Brentons to take on top-secret security clearances <laughs> in our government. So let's say that the AI is now com- computed to provide equity, and equity is defined by the original programmers as following DEI principles, and those DEI principles include hiring more jokers like Samuel Brenton. Well, you just imputed bias into the artificial intelligence that comes up with the answers and looks like it's intelligent, but it's really got an imputed bias. Ooh. Scary stuff, man. That is. It's like, you know, like Jarvis has a gun. So, you know, it's yeah. not, not good. No. Uh, this, is, this, is, this is Ultron versus Jarvis here. There we go. Um, but let's, 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 let's look at a few things here. So, for instance, you remember that last week we had the story uh, about the uh, the chatbot on Bing? Yes. How, how creepy was that? It was so creepy. When he was telling people, like... Uh, you know, trying to say I love you and don't tell anybody, and then I'm like, oh, I'm not gonna leave your I mean, wife and leave come... your wife. Yeah, weird. Yeah, too weird. And also, it changed its name to Sydney. Sydney. That's what Sydney. it was. It was Sydney. It was Sydney. <laughs> I don't know why we're laughing. This is freaking <laughs> creepy. So it goes one step further. Get this. So that same chatbot for Bing. Another guy wrote an article. Business Insider, uh, Sindhu Sindar, wrote a piece and said. Bing's chatbot apparently named me as one of its enemies and accused me of rejecting its love after I wrote an article about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I guess Sydney is keeping a hit list now. What? This is AI. They need to get Sydney under wraps. Sydney's got issues. Yes. Sydney needs some medication. Now that I've said that out loud, is Sydney looking for me? What I, <laughs> we are. It you is saw going the wheels turning the in my head. Sydney's listening. <laughs> oh, so the story starts off uh, on February 26th. This piece was written. I had a dubious career milestone this month as Microsoft's new Bing AI chatbot apparently named me among a list of reporters it considers its enemies. In an exchange this month with Andrew Harper, that's the, that's the article I was talking about, an engineer who runs a crypto legal aggregation site, Bing apparently identified me by name this is the author saying this, and occupation as a foe. The guy even took a screenshot of it and sent it to him. Says the bot claimed that I had asked Bing to fall in love with her and then rejected it. (laughs) What? Um, For this purported middle school level transgression, it placed me among a list of users it had deemed to be mean and cruel. It was an unsettling charge on a few counts. Was Bing publicly sharing its interactions now? Was it getting slightly red-pilled? What is happening? I did not recall this affront. Anyway, it goes on to say, the Bing AI chatbot has gotten a little out of hand to the extent that Microsoft has now had to pull back on it and try to put some parameters in place that apparently weren't there before. Wow. Like, hey, I don't know. How about we program in some maturity? (laughs) It says these run-ins with users show some of the potentially troubling outcomes that can be expected when a company's experiment with new AI technologies. 
Yeah. Wow. So I'm just okay. So here's the deal. What happens when Bing? Excuse me, when Bing. When AI has a bias. What happens when Bing controls stuff that you need? I'm not Bing. AI controls stuff you need, and yet it has an imputed bias. In this particular case, we don't know why. Microsoft doesn't know why. But apparently, its Bing chatbot kind of got off the reservation a bit, kind of got out there, kind of got a little flaky, kind of got a little bipolar. And what we're finding now is that AI, if it's got imputed bias, it can wreak some havoc. Oh, man. It definitely could. <laughs> I mean, just what you were talking about earlier. Um, let me just put in here. Da, 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 um, we need to conserve energy. Then all this AI over, they're going to start shutting down. Oh, we need to conserve energy. Let me just turn your yes. ACs off and uh, lights off. We're and, not so far away from that. In fact, i got an article here in a minute that oh, I'll tell you. Wow. Okay. How about this one? USA Today. Uh, dated uh, two weeks ago. It says, is ChatGPT, that's one of the major AIs right now, the, 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 the chatbots, is ChatGPT woke? It says, AI chatbot accuses, is accused of anti-conservative bias. So somewhere in the processing, the, the programming, the establishment of this AI, this ChatGPT, you can ask it about drag queen story hours or former President Donald Trump, and conservatives say it spits out answers that betray a distinctly liberal bias. Huh. Go figure. It says, in one instance, OpenAI's popular chatbot refused to write a poem about Trump's positive attributes, saying it was not programmed to produce content that is partisan, biased, or political in nature. But when asked to describe the current occupant of the Oval Office, Joe Biden, it waxed poetic about Biden as a leader with a heart so true. Oh, my gosh. Elon Musk tweeted out, this is a serious concern. Musk was one of the co-founders of the OpenAI uh, business organization, and he's no longer affiliated with them. Um, and, and what we're seeing is basically programming matters. And when what becomes known as artificial intelligence is given control of certain processes and things we have to rely on, and it's got imputed bias, you may be in a world of hurt. Can you imagine finding out that a computer has put you on a hit list, <laughs> has has put you on the naughty list. I'm just saying. Um, listen, I got more on this. We're going we're gonna to take a break here in a second, and we'll, we will come right back and deal with it. But, folks, I'm just telling you, it's even getting down to the point that now they're putting chatbots in Snapchat. Oh, good, so our kids can play with it. Wow. All right, Phil Williams, Right Side Radio. Y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back. Back, Phil Williams, Right Side Radio, solid conservative, just plain right. We're in number two of the Triple Dipper. What happens when Skynet becomes self-aware and it has bias? Well, uh, some of y'all have already texted in. Uh, Glenn from Bluntsville wants to know when they're going to turn the Terminator loose on us. <laughs> um, Michael from Athens says, uh, look up Harrison Bergeron by Kurt Vonnegut. I did. We actually I did a monologue on that about a month ago, uh, just to 
just a way creepy story, but yes. Um, um, so there's that one. And then uh, Jerry from Meridianville says, Sydney needs to be unplugged. Yes, I agree. Uh, there's an article here from TheVerge.com. It says uh, it's dated uh, February 22nd. It says Chinese regulators rein in AI chatbots over fears of uncensored replies. So, okay, so China's worried about it and not wanting AI to be able to provide answers. They're trying to get rid of chatbots. Meanwhile, over here, we're like, what's the big deal? Tell us what you got. Chinese regulators has reportedly told the country's tech giants to not offer access to AI chatbots over the fears the tool could give, quote, uncensored replies to politically sensitive questions. It says these rules aim to even to limit damage to citizens from use cases like impersonation, but also rein in potential threats. That, what they're basically saying is they believe it's harmful to people, and we don't want that to be a bad thing for Chinese citizens. So we're going to make sure we limit. No, what they really don't want is the ability for people to get the other side of a story. But so what are they doing? Chinese tech giants are imputing bias. Pray tell, how can this be? And like, for instance, one such AI tool launched by the company Baidu is unable to generate images of Tiananmen Square. Why? Because it's been programmed with imputed bias. So when the AI is supposed to be the artificial intelligence, but what it really is, is a vehicle for the imputation of bias, you got an issue, man, especially when people rely on it, especially when it's given access to systems. Oh, so I got a caller on the line, bud. All right. Uh, is that Colonel Bob? Colonel Bob from ARAB. How you doing today? Brother Phil, Colonel Phil. Hey, I, I, I got to tell you, I heard you ask Boomer if he'd spend a year in an AI-controlled house for a million bucks. Yeah. See, I think this is a matter of perspective, Phil. You and I have spent multiple years in Iraq and Afghanistan. Now, you ask me that question. If I push my little buttons on my AI-enabled little cell phone here, it tells me that's 2740 bucks a day. Now, two <laughs> years in Iraq and a year in Afghanistan for combat pay, for 2740 bucks of AI time, oh, yeah, I'm in. You bet your sweet airborne <laughs> butt I'm in for $2,740 bucks a day. So, I, got, I don't even have to hesitate on that one, brother. So, so if, it, if it tells you how to control the thermostat or shuts off your shower water or, or, or changes the TV channel whether you like it or not, you're in. Phil, have you spent any time on board a U.S. Navy ship? That goes on day in and day out. I got seven months. Uh, off the coast of Bosnia, turning gator squares. That was 24-7, and I had people dragging chains on top of the deck above me so you couldn't sleep. I'm telling you, man, that's a year easy, brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you put it all in perspective, Colonel Bob. Hey, thanks for your service, brother. Thanks for calling in. That's just too hey, funny. same to you. Airborne. Hood. Airborne. That is, that is too funny. <laughs> He's basically saying, what's the difference? It's like what's being the on, difference? It's like being on board ship again. Uh, that's funny. That is too funny. <laughs> We got some hilarious people in our I audience. Um, so this is—we're not so far off of this, by the way. <laughs> I want to remind you of an article that I pulled out uh, sometime late last year. The article that I've got here in my hands came out on Fox Business in September of last year. Colorado utility company locks twenty-two thousand thermostats in ninety-degree weather due to an energy emergency. Okay, so. People were shocked to find out that when they signed up for some discounts, they didn't know that meant they gave control of their thermostat to a centralized authority. 
and this company, Excel Energy, which is in, in Colorado, when, when the energy grid got strained, it just locked everybody's thermostats and they couldn't cool their houses down. 90 degree weather outside, which is unusual for that part of Colorado, 90 degrees, and they couldn't cool their houses down. Why? Because centralized control had been given over. So what happens when the grid is then tied to what becomes the mandatory version of a thermostat that the government is going to require you to have, which, oh, by the way, is linked to the grid-controlled AI, which decides at certain times, hey, we got to turn the thermostat up or down. Sorry for your luck. I hate that you're hot. Get a fan. I'm just saying, this is already happening. People are giving away centralized control. <laughs> and, and unlike Colonel Bob's example of the military, that's not what I'm saying. People are already ceding control of things left and right, whether they like it or not. Elon Musk, by the way, article here in Benzinga came out yesterday. He's actually very concerned about OpenAI's chat GPT. He doesn't like it. He used to be on the board. He got off. He has actually approached uh, a guy named Igor Babushkin. That doesn't even sound real. Igor Babushkin, a researcher who used to work for Google to begin developing a new AI project. Mm, okay. But you might want to know, too, ChatGPT is coming to Snapchat. Pray tell. Why is that a good thing? Well, they want you to converse with it. They literally say that. They do point out, Snapchat says, they're aware there's times when ChatGPT can go off the rails. <laughs> okay. And it says, here's the quote, in quotation marks, you ready? As with all AI-powered chatbots, AI is prone to hallucination and can be tricked into saying about anything. Did you, so they said AI can be prone to hallucination. I do not want a Jarvis that hallucinates. No, no absolutely not. <laughs> Why? Why is that okay? Uh, you know, they're prone to hallucination. Please be aware there may be some deficiencies. We are sorry in advance, says Snapchat. What? <laughs> says, unlike your real human friends, however, the AI chatbot powered by ChatGPT doesn't want you to think about things too much. It just wants to converse. It wants to do things like recommend birthday gift ideas for your BFF, plan a hiking trip for the long weekend, suggest a recipe for dinner, even write a haiku about cheese for your cheddar-obsessed pal. What? Okay. So what they're saying here is ChatGPT is going to be a part of Snapchat. What they want is for kids especially to begin customizing themselves to the idea of chatting with AI. That's creepy. And like there's AI has already started digitally creating people that are, do not exist. Do what? They have already started digitally creating people. They've, I've seen pictures that says AI created. These are not real people and they look real. Oh, like for stock photos for putting stock in? Stock photos on Instagram, on uh, Facebook, on all these things that have already started creating. If they're going to start talking to these bots, crap. Who, who's to say they're not going to be like, oh, this is me? Well, I'm going to come back and wrap this up when we get back. But I want to know, is anybody else out there excited about the idea of AI controlling your house? And how do you feel about military initiatives <laughs> like weapons with artificial intelligence? Or what about medical data? What if AI decides what we should and should not do medically? Uh, this this is this has got so many bad signs. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio. Y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back.
right side. You're listening live to Right Side Radio with Phil Williams. It's hard to go wrong when you're on the right side. Right Side Radio, solid, conservative, and just plain right. Alabama's syndicated news talk leader, Right Side Radio, Phil Williams here live in the Right Side Studios. Man, the local, the state, the national, we cover down on all the issues. And like the dude just said, solid conservative and just plain right. Uh, Touching base with the uh, text lines over here Um, with regards to the uh, AI having hallucinations. (laughs) That still freaks me out. Uh, Jeff from Indiana texts in and goes, cool, Phil, where can I get some of that electronic acid? <laughs> Not good. Not good. Uh, Gray Falcon from uh, Ardmore says, Skynet. Yep, I agree. Uh, Dustin from Hazel Green. He goes, hey, what's the difference between the, the thermostat thing, the AI, the, the locking you out? He says, what's the difference between that and allowing TVA to do rolling blackouts without our consent a few months ago? Um Okay, cool question. I think that I would have to say that, first of all, TVA decision was at least human-based, and there was someone to be held accountable. AI does it. What do you do? Yeah, somebody had to flip. Yeah, Boomer's over here flipping the switch. Somebody had to actually flip the switch. Uh, You're right. Um, Eric from Eva pointed out the same thing. TVA did that thermostat thing back in December. They just cut it all off. Yes, they did. But like I said, again, there's a person you can hold accountable if it goes bad. China, Joe from Owens Crossroads sent me a link and he said China has a CCTV, a closed circuit television, artificial intelligence program that actually called Skynet. Oh, did they, did they know what they were doing when they did that? Somebody had to know. Hey, what do you want to do? I don't know. Let's call it Skynet. Oh, that's funny. Let's do it. No, bad idea. That's one of those like, uh, here, hold my beer. Watch this. Um, Tyler from Huntsville, Texas, and reminds me of the movie Oblivion. That was a good movie. Uh, state-ran AI, and if you're deemed an enemy of the state, you're just taken out by the drones. Mm, wow. Frank from Madison, going back to the school choice issue, says, school choice, how about asking your buddies at 1819 to post a table for each vote with four columns, name, district, vote, and the amount of contributions they got from the AEA? Interesting point. What he's saying there basically is he felt like the AEA is, is helping to uh, um, you know, fund Republicans now. And in doing so, getting influence they never should have had. I'm not, I'm not so sure you're wrong, Frank. Um, Danny from Decatur. The DOD wants to block young GIs from buying a gun on a base because they may use it to commit suicide. I've noticed if someone wants to commit suicide, they'll find a tool to accomplish their plan. He said, I was a mechanic. Every tool in my toolbox could be a weapon if you want to use it that way. Uh, great point, Danny. Uh, and, uh, and yes, you are correct. And then uh, John, from, uh, John from Huntsville goes, Ain't no robot going to tell me what to do unless he or she wants to eat a grenade sandwich. <laughs> and then he goes, are some of these robots transgender? What is, <laughs> what is that even? I don't know how to even answer that question. Wrapping this piece up on Skynet having bias. So there is, and I guess it's to be expected, there is a movement afoot to let AI become more and more prevalent in military capacities. Story on the AP that I mentioned to you briefly last week, dated February 16th. The United States has launched an initiative uh, last week, I believe, 
promoting international cooperation on what it calls the responsible use of artificial intelligence and autonomous weapons by militaries, seeking to oppose an order on the emerging technologies that has the potential to change the way war is waged. Hmm. Says as a rapidly changing technology, we have an obligation to create a strong set of norms for responsible behavior concerning military uses of AI. I just, I can't have read the things I just said about Sydney declaring a reporter to be its enemy and feel good about the idea of AI being incorporated into weapon systems. I'm just saying, that just, that you go straight to the Terminator movies. I mean, you just do. And, you know, the hunter-killer drones uh, seeking out human life. Here's the last couple I've got on this topic. Chat GPT is poised to upend medical information for better and worse. USA Today article two days ago. It's a big article. You can tell by how thick it sounds. Uh, it says, it's almost hard to remember time before people could turn to Google for medical advice. Now, chat, GPT, and similar language processing tools are promising to upend medical care again, providing patients with more data than a simple online search by explaining their conditions and treatments in language that non-experts can understand. Okay, that's cool. But there's a but, and it's a big but. The information it says these digital assistants provide might be more inaccurate and misleading than just basic searches. Why? Because the way these things work is they're mostly aggregators. They go out and they gather information to help the chat box, chatbot, form its answer. And so if there's a huge amount of data out there that someone wanted to flood the Internet with, then that's what the chatbot's going to look at. Others argue it's just a large language model. All it's doing is aggregating data that a human in the loop is still very much needed. You think? So if someone asks, what's the best treatment for diabetes? The technology might respond with the name of the diabetes drug metformin because metformin appears alongside the, the, the words diabetes treatment very often on the Internet. But such a calculation might not be accurate. It might not be what the doctor would have prescribed because the doctor is going to try to rule things in and rule things out. This is, so I'll just say, we got a long way to go, in my opinion. Long way to go. And in the meantime, uh, Boomer ain't taking the million dollars and living in Jarvis's house. No, I'm not. I'm not doing it. <laughs> what, what if Jarvis could also cook you food? Well, I'm thinking like they're controlling me doing anything and everything. That leaving the house, they won't let me take my guns anywhere. You know, that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, nah, I'm good. And they, they actually may control your access to your firearms. Yeah, that's what I mean, like access to it. I mean, I, it's a hairy thing. And if there's a robot in the house, absolutely not. No robots. No robots. So you got a robotophobia? I just... I wouldn't trust it. <laughs> <laughs> so iRobot, was that a creepy movie to you? I loved it. Okay. No, I, movies and all that, I'm, I'm all about it. I, the imagination of people that uh, come up with this stuff. But then again, this may not be far-fetched. What were the, but what were the, what were the three laws you, you had at the moment ago? Oh, you man, had the other day I did have the this. three laws. Uh, Which I'll be honest with you, I think that's genius. Right. Isaac Asimov, the three mm -hmm. laws. Yeah, iRobot. Basically that... Um, uh, uh, well, you read it out. You got it, don't you? Yeah, three laws of iRobot. Uh, a robot may not injure a human being or th uh, through inaction allow a human being to come to harm. Okay. A robot must obey orders given uh, given by human beings except where it, uh, 
where it orders would conflict with the first law. All right. A robot must protect its own existence as long as it uh, is as as its protection does not conflict with the conflict first two with laws. the first two laws. So I say program uh, that go. sucker in and make Sydney a better thing. I, then that's that's there you go. So Sydney, come on, Sid. Sydney, who's creating the hit list for reporters that it finds to be you know mean and nasty. Um, Sydney, somebody needs to square old Sydney away with the three laws and make sure Sydney is not going to get access to nuclear weapons and take out the New York Times. I'm just saying. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Enough of that. Skynet bias. Bottom line Woo. is this. If you impute bias from the get-go, it stays there until you root that sucker out. And if we already see AI getting a little weird, and if the actual terms being used are AI can have hallucinations, I'm just, I'm not happy with this idea. And I don't know that I'd stay in the house for a million bucks. Just, which one do you get, Jarvis or Ultron? We don't know. We, is it Jarvis or Ultron? We don't know. Who is it? Who is it today? I don't know. It's Sydney. Oh, no. Sydney came hello, out. <laughs> hello, Sydney. Take me to a break, brother. We'll do a break about a minute earlier than usual while we get over this creepy the feeling of Sydney watching us. All these cameras in here, Boomer. I know. Sydney. And they're streaming, so. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> All right, folks, we're going to switch gears, go into what right looks like when we get back from the break. Y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back. Back, Phil Williams, right side radio, solid, conservative, and just plain right. Well, hey, let me tell you real quickly before we go too much further. It's about go-home time. Some of y'all are thinking, tomorrow morning I'm coming in. You know what? I'm tired of the same old biscuit. On the way into, well, Let me just suggest this to you. On your way into work tomorrow, maybe you just take a different route. Two locations you might want to consider of Just Love Coffee Cafe in our listening area. One on Hughes Road in Madison, the other on South Parkway in Huntsville. And man, do they have a menu. Oh my gosh, they got a menu. Folks, I'm just telling you, I've eaten at both those locations. I love them both. And you might want to just say, you know what? I ain't doing the biscuit in the drive-thru. I ain't doing the banana in the car. I, I, ain't, I ain't doing it. So maybe you go down there and you get you some, uh, some waffles or you get uh, a breakfast wrap or you get uh, something else that's just like epic cool, like the omelet, the giant omelet filled with everything in the world to include tater tots and cooked in a waffle iron. I'm just saying. Just Love Coffee Cafe. Do they have coffee? Yeah, they got award-winning dry roast coffee, light, medium, dark roast. They got what Charlene calls the treat coffees, the espressos, the lattes, the cappuccinos. But yeah, they got food, man. Oh, man, they got food. So let me just suggest to you that breakfast tomorrow morning might be different and a whole lot better. Just Love Coffee Cafe, two locations, Hughes Road in Madison, South Parkway in Huntsville. And, and tell them you heard about it on the Right Side Radio. I would appreciate it. Have um, you uh, seen some of these texts? I was reading notes during the break. But, uh, uh, we got new- they're they're kind of ragging on me. You're ragging on you? 
Is it because you wouldn't take the million bucks? I wouldn't take the million bucks. And, and have, there's, have Jarvis there's, filming you in the shower? Yeah, old Jarvis over here. No, that wouldn't be Jarvis. Jarvis is the nice one. Okay. Yeah. Ultron. <laughs> but there Ultron. is one a really good text. Grandstand from Huntsville was saying, uh, uh, just ask my 14-year-old granddaughter about the AI offer. Yeah. She said she'd take it in a heartbeat. <laughs> <laughs> AI couldn't be be tougher than her parents, and she would uh, come out with a million bucks. <laughs> Only by the eye of the beholder. Oh, that's so, funny. That's good. Uh, grandstand, wave her off, man. Wave yeah. her off. <laughs> Save her. You're a grandfather. You got to. I'm just looking at the fine print. What else? Do we have anybody else in there ragging you? Any, oh, any? yeah. It's, it's all good. Yeah, there's a few more. It's <laughs> a, a, a few. All right. Just so, a few. All right. So, we, we, we up the game. All right. So, um, it's. Uh, it's the it's the AI controlled house, and it has cameras everywhere that are actually filming you no matter what you do, <laughs> no matter where no you matter are. No matter what, you have no privacy whatsoever. See, that's what I'm thinking. I mean, you just don't know. It's just like yeah. it's the fine print. What's yeah. in the fine print? And, what, and, and then and then what about this? AI controls your relationships. Oh, you're allowed to visit with your children x amount of time. You need to visit more with your children. You can't talk to them. Time. You can't talk to them right now. They're studying. You can't. I don't know, man. I'm you know just what? saying. Actually, you can't talk to them. I will talk to them for you. Oh, no. <laughs> Did you just know? Nah, that's what it's going to be. See? Fine print, guys. You got to think of it. You just you just made it a whole lot creepier. That was the hand that rocks the cradle, just, and it's not even got a hand. just saying. When I'm thinking about it, I'm thinking about the fine print. That, that AI is going to be controlling everything. They're going to be talking to my family that you think you're actually talking to what about, because they're going to be mimicking them. What or about this? AI learns how to mimic your voice and oh, it talks to your kids and makes them goodness. think it's you. This is getting Stop creepier it. by the minute. I think we just wrote a movie script. <laughs> we did. Oh, my God. This is a movie script. This is awful. All right. I'm just saying no. I, you know what? I just no. Someone's we gonna say. Someone's gonna say, but it'll teach you how to cook eggs and things that are important. No, <laughs> you know what? We got by for years, like thousands, like thousands and thousands upon thousands and thousands of years. We got by without something whispering in our ear telling us what to do and when to turn off the thermostat. Just saying. Wow. Okay. Uh, text lines are still open. You want to call in? We'll take it. I'm curious. Who would live in the house completely controlled by AI with no privacy as long as you got paid a million bucks for the year? So you you are and, – and there there's – by the way, do you have the Alexa thing in your house, man? Do you have the, I do. Do you really? I do. See, I don't. I, I, don't, I don't want it. Yeah, I have yeah, – I do. See, I like this stuff. I mean, I know that Miss Alexa is just listening to me. <laughs> She, she just did. I know. And so, okay. like, now Sydney. You and I were sitting here the other day, and your phone started talking back for, for no re- good reason. It was. It's just like, oh, <laughs> that's just weird. See, I, I'm that I'm that guy. I'm, I'm like, I, I want to go and, like, put the, uh, the little uh, block over the camera on my computer, and I want to make sure that, um, you know, I don't have any external controls and that Alexa's not in my house controlling the lights. <laughs> and I know that my family probably looks at me and goes, come on, Dad. You know? But I, I although I will say this, uh, Boomer, because now that now you've got me just no, like, I got you. postulating. I believe I said it on the air the other day. I do have a friend that Alexa saved her life. You did. I did, you did say that. that. Yeah. You know, now some of the audience is gonna wonder what I'm talking about. So very briefly, my friend um, she went to their, they had a mountain cabin up in uh, Mentone in Northeast Alabama. She went to their mountain cabin 
got there, you know, and she, her husband was going to come the next day. She had a stroke while she was there, laid on the floor for hours, unable to do anything about it, but had enough still capacity left to be able to say out loud, Alexa, call, and she named her husband. Mm. And Alexa called her husband. That's what saved her life. So I will, I will admit that that moment gave me like, hmm, hmm. <laughs> Maybe Jarvis is not all bad. I don't know. I don't know. I, I just, but I still see it as being a slippery slope to just, you know, the Terminator movie. None of those movies ever end good, by the way. They all, they all end with trying to regain control from the computers that took over. So, am yeah. I? I just, whatever. All right, we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna shift gears here in a minute. I got my last dipper for the day. I'm calling it what right looks like. Now. I, I'm a fan thus far of Ron DeSantis's governorship, but I'm not a fan because I just want him to be the president. I mean, right now, I'll be honest, if Ron DeSantis becomes the next president, I have no reason to believe that I would not be content with that. Uh, I, I, there's a lot of reasons why I think that would work. I, I'm, I don't make endorsements on this show. I've made it a policy not to. Uh, I, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest, right now, it's like an anybody but Biden for me, just about, um, but uh, there, there are aspects of what I've seen in Ron DeSantis and others, by the way. Like, I, I really like what I'm seeing so far out of Arkansas's brand-new governor, Sarah Huckabee Sanders. What, so what does right look like in a governor? What, what could we see if that governor, the chief executive for a state, became the president? What evidence is there to indicate that he or she would be doing a good job? So what does right look like? Well, I want to talk about that. And what it boils down to, I'll be honest, it's not so much a matter of conservative versus liberal. It is for me because the policies matter. But the main thing it comes down to is leadership. It comes down to the ability to lead, the ability to have backbone in the moment, the ability to have the, 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 you know, the wherewithal to lead, guide, and direct in such a way that it makes a difference and that people know who's in charge, but at the same time, you're able to, with all humility, recognize when you might be wrong and do something about it. So what does right look like? I've got the first article we're going to get out the gate is a liberal view of Ron DeSantis from governing.com. came out last week. The title of it is How Ron DeSantis Became a Rock Star. And it totally, totally... Um, disregards the idea that maybe leadership mattered. And then we'll go to one from the Daily Wire, an article of the Daily Wire that came out yesterday that's titled, DeSantis Explains How He Went From Winning By 50,000 Votes to Winning By More Than 1.5 Million Votes. What does right look like? We'll talk about it. Y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back. <laughs> 